So hi, welcome to Good Nights Podcast with Maggie from Glimmers. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired, you, what inspired you to start the band and what does the band name mean? Okay, so I was a solo act for a really long time, for like four or five years, would play acoustically and played with a backing band for a while too. But it finally got to the point where I met all of the guys in Glimmers and we played for about a year just under my solo name. And just after that, it felt more like a family rather than just my project anymore because they're my best friends. <laughs> um, and so finally finding the right people to play music with, we decided when quarantine happened back in March to go ahead and rebrand and change and become a band rather than just a solo act. Oh. Um, yeah, so I feel very, very lucky. They are the best. Um, and then with the name, um, I thought of it randomly one night. I was trying to sleep and a lot of ideas pop into my head if I'm like tossing and turning, whether it's like song ideas or ideas for the band or whatever. Um, and so we were trying to come up with a band name that emphasized like our very positive outlook on life and on music and just how much we have a good time together. Um, and so I thought of the word glimmers because it's like we always seem to find the glimmer of hope or the glimmer of happiness in whatever we're doing. So. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that's kind of cute. Like yeah. That. <laughs> yes, we, we are a happy bunch <laughs> for sure. Uh, so congrats on your newest release, Not Good at Goodbyes. How do you felt the response to it so far? It has been awesome. Um, this is my favorite song that we've put out thus far. And so we were all like ready to release it, but we were also nervous because it means so much to us. Um, but I've been so excited. We geeked out over like Alternative Press picking it up. Oh, nice. And picking it up. So like we are so so thrilled that people are liking it because we all connect to the song in a really deep way that's really cool yeah uh so can you tell me a little bit about your writing process for this track yeah um so this one i wrote really out of necessity um and for me music is the way that i express my feelings best i would rather write a song rather than have a conversation with somebody mm -hmm. it's how i like to process things and so with this song, I wrote it almost as a confession of feelings for someone very important to me in my life. And it was a way for me to process all of that and to just express me just not wanting to say goodbye to them, uh, whether it was like after a really special moment or memory or just from my life. And okay. so uh, the song happened pretty quickly. Um, I wrote the foundation of it, the acoustic guitar part, within like a week or two. And then last year we tracked it with the band. And I just love that it became more of a full band song because beforehand it was much more of just the stripped down acoustic guitar and vocals vibe. Mm -hmm. um, so when we all came together and collaborated on it and made it like a full band sound, mm -hmm. um, it made me super happy because I just felt like it emphasized the feelings that I was feeling a lot more. Yeah. Um, so pretty, pretty quick process. Okay. okay. What was that process like uh, taking a solo piece of work and changing into a full band song? 
Yeah, it is so fun um, because I love co- collaborating with my guys mm-hmm. and like, I, I can't play drums. Like I don't have <laughs> drum ideas. Like, yeah. there's, there's so many things that like, I do not know as much about like, mm-hmm. you know, and vocal melodies and like basic guitar parts are like more of what I bring. So mm-hmm. when we got to go into the studio and have our lead guitarist, Alex Downtain, come up with different guitar leads and like different synth piano leads that are in the background. And when we get to build off of that, it's really exciting for me mm-hmm. um, because I love having other creative people in the room to say, well, what if we try this? Because yeah. um, like I said, drums, don't know anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> so I I need help and I love just getting feedback from everybody. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this song? You kind of already spoke about it a little bit, but if you want to go more in depth, that'd be really cool. For sure. Um, so like I said, like it's hard for me sometimes to really say what I want to say in the moment. And so in writing this song, I was kind of on a mission, honestly, mm-hmm. to just let it out and be as direct and as honest as possible. Cause I think, and I think this is a big thing for musicians too. It can be easy when we're in a conversation to maybe skirt around what we're trying to say because we're afraid mm-hmm. and feelings. That's a really hard thing to do. Um, and so for me, I was like, okay, this is a challenge. I have so much on my mind. I have so much I want to say. Like, I just, I want to say something rather than regret not saying anything at all about my feelings. Okay. And so I wrote all of that out. <clears throat> and then even after writing, I felt so much better because mm-hmm. it was like a weight was lifted off of me. And I was like, now I have, you know, a piece of work that's like my heart that hopefully other people can relate to as well if they're okay. having the same struggle. Um, so yeah, so definitely writing it, it was really cathartic mm-hmm. and it felt really good to get all of those feelings out. And then afterwards it, it felt even better. Cause I was like, wow, this is exactly what I wanted to say. I just didn't know how to say it. Okay. Yeah. I like okay. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this track? Ah, uh, definitely Mayday Parade. <laughs> Taste. <laughs> yes. We love Mayday Parade in this house. Um, all time low, we love taste, and I love like we are the in crowd. I think <laughs> they are such an underrated band, and I love duets. <laughs> and so, for us, even at first, we didn't expect this song to be a duet. But when we brought Nick, who's Lost Body, who's a feature on the track, we immediately felt like, wow, this sounds more like a conversation between two people. <laughs> um, so definitely we are the in crowd vibes, I think, are oh. very inspired by it. Um, because I, I love singing with Nick and I just love duets in general. Okay, solid. So actually speaking of that feature, what was that process like working with them and yeah. making it into, as you said, like a duet almost? Yeah. So he is one of my best friends. Oh. And yeah, and we've been singing together for years. He was in um, a project called the Everyday Anthem a few mm-hmm. years ago and We met through co-writing with his project and he's co-written stuff on my project. And so for us, when we decided we wanted to be a duet, we wanted to make sure that the person singing on it could really like connect with all of us. And we all had a relationship and a friendship with. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you can hear that in the track too, the closeness between all of us and with Nick. 
Um, and so it was so fun. And when we got the track back with his vocals, like I couldn't hear it any other way. Like I yeah. couldn't hear it by myself anymore. Okay. So, yeah, it That's felt really cool. good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this question should be like super, super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this new single for new listeners in three words. Ooh, that's a good one. That's so hard. Um, okay, I will say vulnerable. Um, hope. Well, these are two words. Well, that okay. We can say vulnerable and hopelessly romantic. Okay. Ooh, I like that one. Thank you. <laughs> that is me. So, is there a certain feeling you want this song to invoke in your listeners, or is it just kind of like a interpret it in your own way? Um, you know, I definitely want people to interpret it their own way, but mm-hmm. how I see it, I see it as a, as a song you could hear in a John Hughes movie, because okay. um, those are my favorites. Like, I love 80s and 90s romantic comedies and, you know, movies like Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles and, like, that very nostalgic mm-hmm. feeling of, like, high school relationships. And so I really hope that that feeling of, like, nostalgia and first love is interpreted by people that listen to it but you know i really hope that people can bring it into their own lives and relate to it and think wow like this this is something that like i've experienced before like the the fear of expressing yourself but when you do it you know it it has made all the difference okay all right uh so this single is leading up to your new ep worlds apart uh what can we expect from that A lot of music. (laughs) I'm so excited. Um, Yeah, it's it is an EP of five songs. um, And I'm going to goodbye. This is the first one. Mm -hmm. And so what's really cool about this project is it tells a story from beginning to end. Um, And with this first music video that we put out for not good at goodbyes, that's almost like the first chapter of this bigger story. So Mm -hmm. with every song, there will likely be a video that goes with it. Okay. Um, Each being like a different episode that completes almost like a short film with all of the songs. Oh, nice. That's really cool. I like that. Thank you. That's really, really cool. We were super excited and like we were super inspired by Fallout Boy's Youngblood Chronicles for Mm -hmm. this rock and roll album. And I always wanted to do that um, because I'm a huge like musical theater fan too. So I Mm -hmm. love like, in- incorporating bigger narratives include like in our songs mm-hmm. and so we worked on that for the past few months and it's just like a bigger narrative as the songs continue so we're super excited oh yeah it's really exciting yeah mm-hmm. are you planning on like maybe after all of them are released like putting it all into one big video or yeah. are you just gonna leave it okay That's what we're thinking yeah so we'll post them separately first and mm-hmm. then combine them all together mm-hmm. okay that's sick. I really like that a lot. Thank you. Yeah. Like quarantine gave us a lot of time to be creative. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, since we can't play shows. So mm-hmm. we were like, what can we do that, you know, is creative and maybe we'll get people excited about what we're doing. So speaking of shows, actually, you're giving me the perfect segue. <laughs> I don't I don't know how, but you're doing this. Um, you recently performed on an online festival alongside a couple artists that we've spoken to, and yeah. you helped raise over a thousand dollars. I know. Which is sick. Um, what was that like performing? And would you do it again? Oh, yes, we would absolutely do that again. Um, we always, whatever we do, we would love to give back, mm-hmm. like if at all possible. 
And so our set was a part of the Barrier Memories Festival mm-hmm. and it benefited the Abramson Cancer Research Center. Um, and I love that. And they do such great work. And I also believe, because I was reading up on it and looking at a lot of the statistics about it, they hire, um, or they're one of the bigger, um, I don't know if it's a nonprofit, but yeah, that makes sense. They're one of the bigger centers that hire women. Like oh. I feel like a large percentage of the, the scientists and the doctors that they hire to help are women. And I love that. Yeah. Um, and what they do is so awesome in helping with cancer research and treating patients with cancer. And it was just super inspiring to all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that we, we met the goal and I think exceeded the goal actually mm-hmm. uh, was really, really cool. So we really hope with live streaming and we have a few ideas for stuff to do in the future that we can continue to raise awareness and money for really good causes. Yeah. Awesome. That's really yeah. cool of you guys. That's yeah. good. I and love it. How do you manage to like engage the fans during mm-hmm. the live stream? Cause I know that there's like that disconnect there. Yeah. Well, we try and keep the live streams kind of out of the box. So mm-hmm. we've done stuff like Q and A's and we've done acoustic sessions and things like that, mm-hmm. but we've also done things where we play games with oh. fans. Yeah, like we played um, Evil Apples, which is like Cards Against Humanity, but on your phone. Oh, that's so uh, cool. Yeah, so we did that for one of them. Um, we've played Jenga before and raised money for um, a Black-owned businesses organization to give back money back in the summer. Mm-hmm. So like we we love like playing games and like interacting in that way too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we, we try and make it a little bit different every time because there is such a disconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, like I said, like everyone in music has been trying to just think outside the box and do kind of different things like TikTok and, um, you know, game nights virtually to just keep people having a good time. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully soon we'll have shows again, but yeah. until yeah. then, <laughs> we'll do more of these. That's um, really cool. So we're just a little bit late on this, but you <laughs> recently put out an original Christmas song. Uh, yeah. How did you manage to write an original Christmas song when it seems like every idea has been taken? It was difficult. Um, we originally, we were going to do a cover okay. and I think we were going to do Santa Baby or Ooh. one of those, but I was the crazy person that texted my band and I was like, so if I can write a Christmas song in two days, could we like two? Yeah. So (laughs) I wrote the basics of the song, like the Uh lyrics and then like the basic chords in two days. Mm -hmm. And then our lead guitarist, Alex Downtain, who produces all of our stuff, um, I went into him and he produced the track in a week. And then we put it out like a few days later. Jesus. Yeah. So we, we in Glimmers, we like a challenge. Uh-huh. And so I texted him and I was like, how much are you going to hate me if we work on a new song? And, if we get yeah. week? and he was like, let's do it. Why not? So luckily it worked out. Um, but I was just listening yeah. to the Punk Goes Christmas mm-hmm. album because I love Fool's Holiday and Jason Lancaster's Christmas song. It's so good. Um, and I thought, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. Because it's hard to write a Christmas song. But we thought, why not just throw something out there and just, you know, be festive. Wow. 
I just think That's... it's funny because you were like, it took me a week to write the acoustic part for the song that you just put out, and then it took you two days to write this song pretty much in its entirety. Yeah. yeah. So it's different with every song. Um, and like with Don't Tell Me, which was our very first song that came out, I wrote that song in two hours. Two hours? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it spans from two hours to two weeks. Some songs have taken a couple of months to flesh out. Uh -huh. so it just depends for me. And um, it also depends like if I collaborate with people. And usually collaborating gets the ball rolling a lot quicker um, than just myself. Um, but yeah, it's different every time. Okay. <laughs> Wait, so how long have you been writing? Have you been practicing this for a while to finally like condense everything, get every everything to flow easier? Or does this just come naturally? Like was your first song done in like two days? Uh, no, it did not come naturally <laughs> to me at first. Okay. Uh, and still I have trouble. Um, hmm. Like I'm someone, I can't write like just to write. I have to really have what I want to say or have okay. a word or a phrase that like prompts me to a bigger idea uh, but I've written so many bad songs <laughs> so many bad songs whether it's been recently or when I was like 10 or 11 when I first started trying to write mm -hmm. um, but every bad song or meh idea like leads me to a better one yeah and so I try not to force it, but if I have an idea, I usually stick with it until I really land on something that I really like. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so where do you see the band in the next five years? World domination. Hell yeah. <laughs> so true. Yup. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm hoping that we'll be able to tour. Mm -hmm. Let's That'd just... Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um... I would love to, I would just love to like, hopefully be touring the country, maybe opening for, you know, in five years, maybe a band like All Time Low or the band, Ooh. you know, yeah. um, like just hopefully in that spot where we're able to travel and work with artists like All Time Low that really inspire us as a band. Um, and hopefully, I think in five years, we'll have at least one full length too. Okay. maybe two um, okay but yeah just continuing continuing to grow and we're writing a ton of stuff right now too we've been demoing stuff so hopefully in five years world domination we will see all right, all right. looking forward to that um yeah. maybe those tiktoks you've been doing will get you on the radar of those bigger bands so. mm -hmm. that's what i'm saying i'm hoping i made one um from all time low i don't know if you saw it but I did. I covered Dear Maria, but from Maria's point Yes, of I saw that saw yesterday. That. Yeah, we saw that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, and people are sharing it. They're tagging all time low. So I'm As they should be. It's only a matter of time. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, fingers crossed. That would be the dream for all of us is to tour with a like them. Oh, yeah. All right. Good all luck. Right. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Boom again. Ooh, this is a good question. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, man. Okay. Um, and I've been, there's, there's two schools of thought here. Okay. Either like my mom's spaghetti, because my mom has the best spaghetti and I always ask for it um, on my birthday. Like she always asks me, what do you want for your birthday dinner? And I always say my mom's spaghetti, mm -hmm. like Eminem, I guess. 
Um, so I would probably say that, yes, I, I went there. Um, and then this doesn't go at all, like at all, okay. but I'm, I am a coffee addict. <laughs> so I would probably say I would leave drinking like cold brew because okay. I love cold brew. They don't go together. No, <laughs> no not no, at all. I'm getting sick thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I was pairing it with my mom's spaghetti, probably like wine or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. To, to have, to have a nice balanced <laughs> dinner. It's not mm-hmm. disgusting. Um, but yeah, I would probably say my mom's spaghetti. That'd be a good way to go. Okay. It's very wholesome. Right. Yeah. She's the uh, best. Oh, <laughs> so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? Oh my God. Probably Hogwarts. Probably. <gasps> How are you? Slytherin. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I respect that. It surprises people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it surprised me at first. I actually I watched all of the movies for the first time during Christmas break. Oh my god! Okay. Um, I like watched the first five when I was younger, but never finished. So I had a movie binge mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas week. Um, but yeah, I'm a Slytherin, and everyone's shocked at first. But for me, I'm like I'm driven to just mm-hmm. do the music thing and to do everything I can to like help the band succeed so i think i think that's why i am but my second house is a ravenclaw which I, yeah mm-hmm. i see them both that's good good choices oh, that's, <laughs> for uh, sure. so i have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we've spoken to have said the most important question what's your favorite color Ooh, well black isn't a color technically i'll let it slide because i think it's a color Glory's the one that'll fight with no. you I won't fight with you. I'll just politely disagree with you. Well, you see what's funny? Like I went to art school, so mm-hmm. I totally understand why it's not a color, but I like my whole outfit is black. It matches everything. I'm an emo kid, so I'll go with black. All right. Okay, solid. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, yeah, just please, if you haven't already, check out Not Good at Goodbyes. Um, the music video is out too. So if you want to watch our little rom-com of a music video, then check that out. And yeah, just the EP drops April 23rd. So if you like what you hear, then just stay tuned. But thank you guys for having me. This of, is course. of course. Thank yeah. you for coming on. This has been Maggie <laughs> from Glimmers and We're the Good Noise podcast.